0: So I've been really thinking about how climate change has affected my life over the last 20 years, um, and how it's moved from the sense of, is it happening? Is this climate change? To a sense of urgency. I've been really thinking about my place in all of that. And um, it's the environment has always been important for me. I'm from Washington State. I grew up in the foothills of the Cascade Mountains, playing in the rivers, and hiking. So it's something that's very spiritual to me that really feeds my soul, that I find really important. And I'm a first-generation college student, and I started out at a community college. So the first time I was presented with climate change was in a geology class. And we were presented with the idea of ice sheets. Is this happening? Is this not happening? Go do your research and then come back and defend. And it became very clear to me that climate change is happening these impacts are going to be really big and we're not really talking about it. So I became very interested in climate change and environmental impacts. So I started taking environmental science classes, classes, and around the same time, I started pursuing my teaching certificate. I thought I wanted to teach in K through 12. And I'm teaching in these communities um, that are experiencing a lot of um, economic hardship, and environmental pollution particularly from agricultural runoff and dairies that had recently moved into the region so it's polluting their water a lot of them are farm workers and being exposed to pesticides so i am just very concerned about this and i say i think i have to do the research i want to go to graduate school and i'm really thinking about that intersection between inequality and business and politics. And that was really the driving force for me. So I pursue my PhD, eventually make it to UMass Boston on a National Science Foundation Fellowship to study business administration and be trained in environmental science. And when I'm in Boston, UMass Boston is uh, situated on this beautiful peninsula and you can see Dorchester Bay and it has beautiful views of Boston. Um, And the water is right there. And I'm driving to campus. I'm always right on time. It was right on time tonight, or late, depending on your view. (laughs) So um, I get to my exit, and it's closed. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. And it takes me, if anyone's driven through Boston traffic, it takes me 45 minutes (laughs) to go around and get to campus. And I find out that Morrissey Boulevard, a major throughway, is flooded, and that this regularly happens. And they certainly didn't build Morrissey Boulevard to regularly flood. So I'm thinking about my dissertation and thinking about what I want to study. So I want to study climate risk, right? how we construct risk, how we come to know what's risky, who's going to experience experience these risks, and uh, particularly around climate change and how we're going to adapt to these risks. So I start collecting qualitative data and attending all of these meetings in Boston. And I'm going into these meetings, and there's this sense of urgency. Um, yeah, we need to move quickly. This is how much climate or how much um, sea level rise we can expect, how much storm surge we can expect. And then in other spaces, it's more politicized. Well, we need to come to an agreement on how much risk we want to um, start adapting to. Is this doable in terms of an economic sense? And I leave one of the meetings and I'm walking through the seaport district and they're calling it the innovation district. So all of these big, beautiful buildings are going up and a lot of them are residential. Some are, um, so they're situating folks along the shoreline and I'm walking through seaport innovation district. The scientists are calling it the inundation district because they know it's going to flood and there's a sense of urgency in one space There's the politicization of the climate risk and another, and then there's the reality that we're already experiencing flooding. And Winter Storm Grayson happened in 2018, and there were cars literally flooded in water. You'd see garbage cans on the news floating down the Seaport Innovation District. It's like, what are we doing? (laughs) So um, I finished my dissertation on the political economy of climate adaptation. And I get this amazing job at USD and I take this job because we get to integrate environmental and social issues into what we do. And that's really important to me. And I get to do that in a business school, which is really exciting. A lot of business schools aren't doing that. And so I'm excited and I'm excited to be closer to home, excited to be closer to nature. And uh, my family's in Washington state and then the pandemic hits. I'm so excited to go see them. And I have to wait a year and a half. So in a year and a half, I go, it's early summer, and I'm excited to show my nephews the trails that I hiked on as a child, or not a child, a kid, my whole life. And we're driving up Chinook Pass up towards Mount Rainier, and we're going to Boulder Cave. And Boulder Cave is closed. And I find out, you know, there's records, uh, snowfall. It got really hot really quickly and there was a lot of flooding, and so there were felled trees. So the trail was closed. So, okay, we're gonna go 45 minutes up the mountain, up towards Mount Rainier, and go to this beautiful waterfall. So we get out at the beautiful waterfall, and it's hot, it's un- It's like 90 degrees, and it's never 90 degrees that far into the mountains at that elevation. And then I smell wildfire. So it, there had been a huge wildfire the summer before, and you can just smell it and see all of the burned trees. And then there's this bug, just this really giant bug. I'm not exaggerating with this wingspan. (laughs) wingspan. It's just big and it's just floating around my nephew and he's running from it and it lands on him. He tries to kill it. I'm like, don't kill the bug. We need to leave nature as it is. But we start hiking up the trail and there are a lot of these bugs. And they're very distinct how they float around, like they're kind of pretty actually. And um, we take some pictures and we finish the the hike. We see this beautiful waterfall and we come down the mountain and we're looking at the bug and it's an invasive species. So actually you should kill the bugs, but I (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) So I hadn't been in those mountains for maybe five or six years. And a lot had changed in that time. Our recreation during the summertime is shortening. We have to worry about wildfire, lengthening wildfire season. And I just have this realization that, and this feeling of loss, that, you know, the world's not going to be the same, and it's not going to be the same for my nephew. And that's really devastating. So I come back to San Diego, I bring this into my work, um, just this, you know, sense of A newfound urgency but then also some some loss that I'm carrying with me and just a couple weeks ago I was um, I always start the semester asking my students what's important to you this helps situate the business context right because the way the world is changing definitely has implications for business and definitely has implications for strategy and potential to make change right business can also help make change and um I ask my students what's important, and it's climate change, it's sustainability, and and other things too, but, um, and then I ask them, have you talked about this at length in any of your classes, or have you had, you know, uh, a lot of training, and maybe one or two students feel like they understand it or took a class directly on that, um, and so I do many lectures, right, so let's bring climate change into the classroom, and I'm talking to my students about it, and I'm talking about you know, the trajectory of our emissions, and that we're not, at this point, not going to meet our goals. And that's pretty scary, right? And I, I hope it will spark a sense of urgency, but I looked around the room and I just see concern and fear and that is scary. So I stop and I ask my students, like, this is overwhelming. And one student said, Terri- that they're terrified, this is terrifying. And that really hit me in a big way. So I've just been really thinking about how this has changed in my life from, is this happening to a sense of urgency and that we've been really slow to move our institutions. And there's a strong tension between, you know, our economic goals and the reality of climate change. And um, it's materializing and affecting our lives. So I'm just really thinking about how the work that we do at the Environmental Integration Lab, how we can make broader change and how we can help students develop the tools to meet this emerging future.